0: CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for Your Money and Your Life. Welcome into this edition of Your Money and Your Life. with Don Cash, CPA and CFP with Donald W. Cash and Associates back again here to talk with me on the podcast about Uh, Medicare mistakes, and open enrollment season. So we're going to get into that conversation this week here on the show. And if you've got some questions, need some help, as always, make sure you reach out to a qualified professional before you take any action, Uh, whether it's our podcast or any others. Always want to see how it's going to relate to your unique situation. If you're already working with Don, well, just give him a jingle. If you've got some questions, I'm sure he'll get you on the the calendar for a chat. And if you aren't working with him, consider checking him out online at donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com, and my friend, uh, we are uh, a couple of days from November at the time we're doing this, and smack dab in the middle of football season, hockey season's off to a start, so uh, good stuff there. What's going on, buddy?
1: Yeah, I can't believe we're like, I think exactly a, a week from today as we record is mm-hmm. November 1st, and you know before you know it'll be Thanksgiving and Christmas and New oh, Year's, yeah. and blah, it just happens before you know it. And, yeah. Yeah. Actually, we have some something to be excited for. You mentioned football in New Jersey. The mm-hmm. Jets are actually playing well, right, without their star without, quarterback. Yeah,
0: without Rodgers, yeah.
1: Yeah, and yeah. this weekend's the big, big Jets and Giants game at the Meadowlands.
0: Yeah, well, and the Giants are terrible at the time, so they the, are. They might pose. They might uh, might bode well for the Jets. Yeah, I know. There's some a little bit of excitement thinking if they can just maintain a certain level until Rogers can heal, and he's on some kind of crazy trajectory to heal from a uh, an Achilles injury for a man that's forty years old. It's pretty impressive.
1: It really um, is. I mean, I heard that too. He's like on all kinds of you know, the super therapies that only the uh, rich and famous can. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, right? it helps that you have that
0: <laughs> much money and, and the team has that much money, right? Uh, right. That certainly uh, goes into it. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the other thing we mentioned here, since it is October, even though it's winding down, um, it's Medicare open enrollment season. And that actually runs from what, mid-October, I think, to mid-December, Uh, I think, to the 7th, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to talk about exactly how it works, as well as some common mistakes to avoid during open enrollment. Yeah, that's
1: actually, you're right, October 15th until the 7th of December. And most people are familiar with Medicare open enrollment season, Mark, from being bombarded with these commercials this time of year. Mm. You know, for several years, we've been watching these celebrity pitchmen touting the benefits, uh, of the uh, Medicare plans and Medicare uh, Advantage plans specifically, and imploring you to call some one eight hundred helpline.
0: Yeah, I noticed that that I'm seeing a lot of those Medicare commercials. Although I haven't seen, we were just talking about football. I haven't seen Joe Namath lately on one of those, and he's a Jet, right? So it was a Jet. Uh, at Tom Selleck, you know, all those celebrities that usually you know crop up in those things.
1: Yeah, you know, you're right. I Broadway Joe has not been on TV this year. I'm not sure why. I mean. He's only slightly older than Aaron Rodgers by now. I think Joe is probably in his seventies. <laughs> yeah, so now, just a little, right? just a little bit. Yeah, closer to Tom Brady' in age, right? Or Brett Favre? Oh really. man, that's funny. But uh, those ads with Joe Namath, you know, I I read last year they they aired like fifty six thousand times. No way, really? Yep. And wow. it was the most prominent spot of the yearly TV blitz from these insurance companies and brokers to sell. Ah, uh, seniors on those private Medicare Advantage plans, but actually, this year the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, the government, set new rules for Medicare marketing after these complaints last year spiked. Oh. And this year, the government has some kind of process they have to review Medicare ads like forty-five days before they run to make sure they comply with the rules. So, hmm. you know, now there's a lot more red tape, and consequently, uh, no Joe Namath or. Tom Selleck or other celebrities.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess maybe I, you know they, they said, "Well, let's just cut back on all that, right?" and and clean it up a little bit or whatever. But let's talk about some of the confusion, Don, surrounding open enrollment options. Okay, and what the difference is between that. So, like traditional Medicare, you know, and just some just some mistakes to avoid for folks.
1: Yeah, I find that most people when they're looking at this, they they are confused. That end of the day, what they just want is a good plan they want choice and they, they just, you know, they don't want to pay a lot out of pocket. So we'll get into that in a minute, but let's just start with a quick overview on Medicare. Okay. We talk about this every year during Medicare open enrollment season. So Medicare started back in 1965 with two parts. Okay. Part a, which covers the hospitals and uh, hundred days of skilled nursing care and part B, which covers 80% of the cost of things like doctors and other health care providers. And you need to be age 65 to enroll. And in 1965, you needed to be 65 and today you need to be 65. So that hasn't changed, but mm-hmm. just think in 1965, you had to have been born in the year 1900 to be eligible, <laughs> <laughs> right? You were 65 in 1965 today. If you were born in 1958, you're eligible and, do you know who turned sixty five this year? Madonna, Oh, geez. as well as a bunch of other baby boomers, and now I feel very old. Mark, uh,
0: I got I gotta say, uh, you know, I don't know. It just to me, it just was hilarious. But it said, could you imagine telling uh, telling somebody who grew up in the eighties that if you looked at pictures right now of Madonna and Roseanne, that you would be shocked at the difference? That you would pick, you couldn't pick which one would have turned out to to look better than the other. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) mean. It is kind of mean, but uh, you know, that's I guess that's the uh, the downside of a hard life, I suppose, right? But yeah, uh, celebrity status, celebrity status, and for like your whole life, all that kind of stuff. All right, so what are the costs involved for us non-celebrities, Don? Okay,
1: so before we get into the cost for us non-celebrity beneficiaries, us regular folk. Yeah, regular people who are turned 65 and will be there at some point. Let's talk about the big picture okay. and how some of that relates to what people can expect in the future, too, because that's a big deal, right? You know, the cost of Medicare is like going through the roof in terms of the total part of the federal budget. So the total cost of Medicare last year was $800 billion <laughs> Wow! and soon to be approaching a trillion dollars. Hard to believe, yeah, right? Big numbers. There's over 65 million people enrolled, so the true cost of Medicare is about $12,000 per year per person, yet the average person pays way, way less than that out of pocket.
0: Okay, so break that down, please.
1: All right, so let's look at this. There's no premium for Part A. Right. right? That's free, and that's the benefit you get. At age 65, and that's for all those years of paying the Medicare tax and your paycheck. Right, okay. Right, so once you at 65, there's no Part A premium. There's a Part B premium that people are familiar with, and that's going from $164 this year to $174 next year. So that's the amount that gets deducted from your Social Security if you're collecting, or you have to make like a quarterly payment if you're not collecting on Social Security yet. And if you're in a high-income bracket, if you're a high-income Senior, you pay an extra premium, and that kicks in if your income's about a hundred thousand or so a year if you're single and about two hundred thousand or so if you're a married couple.
0: Okay, so the next part after part A and B are the Medicare supplements, right? So then let's talk a little bit about some of those. All right,
1: so that's where we get into some of this distinction between the open enrollment, Medicare Advantage plans, and the supplements, right? So since Medicare doesn't cover everything. Supplements started right after Medicare in 1966 to fill in these gaps. You know, some people call it the Medigap insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So we go from 1965 to about 2003 with very few changes. So Medicare has what's called parts. That's part A, B, C, and D. And Medicare supplements have plans, right? So there are parts and plans, and there are 10 different plans or versions of these plans. The most popular is Plan G, you know, G for good. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't and, stand for that, right? <laughs> yeah, it, they don't say that, but by the way, it's the most popular one, so I guess it is Yeah, maybe. Good. G for good. It's simple right? that way, right? So it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and, you know, it's 10 right, of them. Right, right. And they cover most of the gaps in Medicare Part uh, A and B. So the typical Medicare supplement premium cost that I see is somewhere between 150 to $200 a month, more or less, depending upon someone's age, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The drug plans are typically, that's the part D, typically fairly inexpensive. They run often like between 30 and $50 a month. So the all in cost for a typical retiree might be like 350 to $400 a month, unless they pay a, a surcharge for being in that high income category, like Madonna, for okay, example. Right, I'm yeah. sure she's paying the very highest they, they pay it category. They gotcha. And the surcharges run from $80 a month to $500 a month more than the typical retiree. So mm. the very top end, someone might be paying That's a pretty wide range,
0: though. Yeah. 80, 80 bucks to 500 for sure.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, it starts from like, you know, if you're a married couple, like 200 and six thousand dollars and it kicks in at the eighty dollars extra. Okay. And if you're making like six hundred thousand or so, it's five hundred dollars. Uh, What's okay. ironic is that, you know, someone who's making, you know, has a good year, let's say, and let's say they retire, they have stock options or something like that. Okay. And they and they do have a good year. They're paying as much as Madonna or Warren Buffett. Someone who's got know. like,
0: yeah, $50 million,
1: right? Yeah, $50 income, income, $100 million, or You know, these mega, mega rich All people. All the way are, down
0: to 600000 about the same. That's wild. That's exactly right. Yeah. So it
1: seems a little unfair. Yeah. But here's the point. From that point, you essentially have universal coverage. Okay. All right. Right? Mm-hmm. If you have Medicare Part A, B, the supplement and a, and a prescription drug plan, there's no referrals. No networks, no
0: HMOs, no PPOs, nothing like that. Okay. So if we go back to that 2003 there, it seemed pretty straightforward. So what changed? Okay. So up until
1: that point, it was pretty simple, right? Right. So back in 2003- (laughs) At least as simple as the government can. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't say that. Parts, plans, it's not simple, but it was relatively straightforward. Let's say that. Right. So back in two thousand three, the total Medicare spending hit like three hundred billion dollars. So, you know, that was a lot of money, yeah, right? Compared yeah. to, well, compared to now it's not, but it twenty wasn't that.
0: years, right? Three hundred yeah, billion, so, think about that. So you're saying it's almost getting close to a trillion.
1: Yeah, so it's about tripled yeah. in in 20 years. So yeah. remember today, close to a trillion. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for ways back then to save money. So they introduced this Medicare Part C, or what today is what's called this Medicare Advantage plan, right? Yeah. So the government figured that if they can get seniors to join an HMO or PPO, they, meaning the government, Mm -hmm. it's going to save money, right? Sure. And the consumer, if the consumer would hook onto these type of HMO plans, it takes the government off the hook, right? So here's how it works the government actually pays these Medicare Advantage plans about $12,000 a year per person. And if you choose a plan, you're no longer covered by Medicare. You're <laughs> covered by a private plan. Yeah. And they also added this Part D drug plan to cover drug plan, uh, drugs in uh, 2003.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that then. So let's go into Part C, Medicare Part C, and the Medicare Advantage uh, plans that are a part, and the you know the D drug plans, which that's so simple, right? D for drugs, it works pretty well. Uh, so let's just kind of go for some things to look out for here. All
1: right, so there, there's a great article about this in in last week's Wall Street Journal that gives like a real life example of a common problem that people run into, and we'll put up a link for this, right? Okay. And there's a free link, and I, I would just really encourage people listening to share it, read it, of course, but share it with their friends and family, because this is like the perfect example of what people run into. So the title of the article is how to avoid the costly pitfalls people make with Medicare, right? Simple enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, the subtitle is seniors could be left with higher bills or fewer doctors than they expected. And the subtitle was I was so stupid oh, <laughs> <laughs> during open enrollment. And the guy,
0: the gentleman really wasn't stupid. He just, you know, overlooked some some key points. Okay, which is what we're trying to talk about here on this week on the podcast. So what exactly, I suppose, is open enrollment? Yeah, that's really part of the confusion, Mark, right?
1: Medicare open enrollment period is really known as the Medicare Advantage period and prescription drug plan mm-hmm. election period. So it's really an open enrollment for the Advantage plan and the prescription plan. And it takes place, as we mentioned, from October 15th through December 7th. And the changes start January 1st, by the way. That's when your plan will change uh, if you enroll in one of these plans. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the deadline, right? That's the deadline December 7th for January 1st. So this is the primary time when people with often traditional Medicare plans can switch to advantage plans or people can change from advantage plans or part deep drug plans to a different plan or someone who's new to Medicare can enroll in one of these plans.
0: Okay. So where do the problems come into play then?
1: Okay. So as I mentioned, for this period of time, for the six weeks period of time, you can switch from the traditional Medicare plan to uh, if you have a supplement mm-hmm. to a an advantage plan or okay. a drug plan. Right. And so for many people who want to switch, right. What they're really, what they're trying to do is lower their, their costs. Right. So that's the motivation, right. They're paying a supplement, a Medicare supplement cost of 150, $200 a month and a part D drug plan. And they're looking to switch. So the appeal is it looks cheaper and they give you extra perks, Right. Oh, we uh, we all like
0: extra perks.
1: Extra perks. And, you know, instead of having the all in cost traditional Medicare of $400 a month, it's something less than that. Right. Okay. So the lure is you don't need to buy a Medicare supplement and they kick in the extra benefits. So these extra benefits are things that are not a part of traditional Medicare. Right. So they'll give you something like a gym membership or a Dental or vision coverage. And those have always been like a big hole.
0: Yeah. I always hear about dental and vision having big gaps there.
1: Yeah. It's a big hole in Medicare because often people who are over 65 are getting these more expensive dental procedures. Mm -hmm. Right. Years ago, it would just be false teeth, right? Right. Dentures. And now it's implants and things like that that can run into thousands or tens of thousands of dollars, not covered with Medicare. And sometimes these. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans, you know, even kick in like cash benefits or Hmm. they'll reduce your Social Security. They'll reduce the um, Medicare Part B premium from your Social Security. So depending on your income, of course, the Advantage plans, you know, also might have no out-of-pocket premiums at all. Okay. I mean, at first blush, that sounds not bad. So what's the downside here? Okay. So here's, you know, where there's a downside, right? Mm -hmm. With the Medicare Advantage plans, Essentially, as I mentioned before, you're giving up your Medicare coverage and you're rolling in enrolling into a private insurance company, HMO, mm-hmm. or a PPO with a limited network of providers.
0: That seems like that would be a big one right there.
1: That's a big one. Yep. Like a big potential downside. There may be, you know, little or no out of pocket premiums, but I mentioned before there's no free lunch, right? Mm-hmm. So here's a big thing to remember. The Medicare Advantage is not Medicare, right? It's a private insurance company. And it could be a plan with like Blue Cross, uh Humana, Aetna, United Healthcare. This is some of some of the biggies. Sure. But if you have an Advantage plan,
0: there's no more Medicare and there's no more universal coverage. Yeah. Okay, that is a bit confusing then. So uh, are, are those many of the same companies that are also selling those supplements, those Medicare supplements?
1: Yeah, and, and that's actually, that is a big confusing point, right? Because if you look at these big companies like a Humana or a... Yeah, Blue you Cross see those a, commercials all the time, yeah. Yeah, you're like, all right, I, if I have a, a Humana Medicare supplement, why why would I not want a Humana? Yeah, it's like tacked plan? on,
0: right, yeah, exactly.
1: It, but it's not, it's like two different plans. That's gotcha. where the confusion is, right? Mm-hmm. So... The difference is that you need to access care. If you have a, an advantage plan, you have to access care from their network of doctors and hospitals, which brings me to pitfall number one, is the doctor that you have now or the one you might need next year may not be the network. Same mm. thing about the hospitals, right? Yeah. You might not you know, think that you need a hospital now and you don't. But what if you do within the next year, right? Hmm. What if you have to go to a specialist? What if you have to go to Sloan Kettering in New York, right? Or the Mayo Clinic or a place like that. And that's where the article comes in in the Wall Street Journal, right? So this gentleman was uh, around age 65. These plans looked very appealing. He got into a plan that was basically free, didn't have any out-of-pocket expenses, any out-of-pocket monthly premiums. And then he developed prostate cancer, mm. and he needed care. And it turns out that his doctors and the hospital he were he was recommended to go to was not in his plan. So you know now you have a problem, right? Right? You know you you're kind of stuck with the plan that you have at least for the next year. And the other issue is that there you know there might not be that monthly premium that you pay with the Medicare supplement but you actually might be responsible for paying certain other costs yourself these are referred to as out of pocket expenses right and these are deductibles coinsurance, insurance things like that uh, co-payment so you might not have a monthly premium but if you do go to a hospital you might have co-payments deductibles Co-insurance that could be thousands and thousands of dollars, and that's another big difference compared to Medicare, the traditional Medicare with the supplement. After you pay that supplement, the out-of-pocket expenses are typically really very, very small, uh, and the out-of-pocket expenses for these advantage plans, like I said, mentioned, it could be thousands or not tens hmm. of thousands of dollars.
0: Well, I mean, unfortunately, it's like the game of life a little bit. Where if you knew it, what was coming, it might be easy to make a decision, but. You know, sounds like if you're very healthy, well, then you don't need much health care. Kind of stands to reason, right? The advantage plans are less expensive, but what if you're somebody who does need a lot of medical care?
1: Well, that's what happened to the guy in the Wolf yeah. It sounds Journal, like it, okay? yeah, yeah. And that that's where you know when when people look at this and and uh, they look deeper into it or they have a review with a specialist and they go through the nuances, mm-hmm. they often come to the conclusion: ah, I'm going to stick with. A traditional plan. Although I just heard yesterday in a meeting I had that about half of the people who are eligible choose an Advantage plan. So hmm. they're they're pretty darn popular. But I just get the feeling a lot of people are not, you know, getting into the weeds really it's, looking yeah, through the not, details. Yeah,
0: they're not crossing the eyes and and uh, or dotting the eyes and crossing the t's. Okay, so you mentioned earlier, like you know, well, okay, year goes by, you're, you're kind of stuck if you do. Can you switch back? Yeah, you, that's the big question, right? It's it's a big maybe or maybe not. <laughs> yeah, so
1: course. you know that's a problem. So if you have a, if you have a health issue, you may not be able to find a Medicare supplement plan that will take you back.
0: Oh, so it's like since, could be a, a diagnosis away from not being able to switch back, possibly. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah. So what the company's going to do is say, "Hmm, okay, now uh, why do you want to switch back?" And they're going to go through a whole bunch a bunch of health questions. So you have to go through a health review, right? Mm -hmm. Which is unlike when you're starting out with Medicare and you sign up with a supplement, you have this special election period where you don't have to go through any underwriting. There's no health review, right? So you could be turning 65, going on Medicare, signing up for a Medicare supplement plan, and you might have a health problem, but they don't go through the health review. Yeah. Yeah. Once you step out the door, so to speak, and take another plan and want to come back in the room to get a Medicare supplement plan, you might not be able to get one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you see no advantage there, right? You're stuck to the, on the advantage, but it really is an advantage, right?
1: It's exactly right. So that, you know, at that point it's a disadvantage plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that's pitfall number two. You might not be able to switch back. So just be really super mindful of that. That if you get sick during that year, you you might not be able to switch back. Uh, you possibly can switch into another Medicare Advantage plan, but not into a traditional Medicare plan or a Medicare supplement. plan. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Well, I wanted to touch on the drug plan as well before we get out of here uh, this week on the podcast. So, is that a part of open enrollment or not?
1: It, it is, and that's where you you know you, that could be some value in switching, right? Okay. And that's part of the pitfall number three, which is not reading the annual letter of notification that people get every October uh, for those who have an advantage or a Part D drug plan. Every year, your plan will tell you exactly what's included in that plan. So if you have a Part D drug plan, you'll get a letter saying, right, this is what's included mm-hmm. and this is what's not included. So right. you really need to look at your medication, see exactly how that relates to your current plan. And if it's not good enough, then you can just simply change plans. And, and really, that's where a good Medicare specialist, Mark, can help. They'll go through the list of your medications with you and see which plan is the best match. And there's websites and there's services that do this. If you want to go on your own and do that, we'll put up some links for that. But you know, this is where you have to be careful is to make sure that you, the drugs that you use, the prescriptions that you use, are part of your plan, uh, and if you call one of those eight hundred numbers on those commercials that you see that are constantly popping up, they may be able to walk you through those part D options. But the real incentive, just keep in mind, is for you to switch to one of those Advantage plans. And we will refer people to Medicare specialists that that handle that, mm-hmm. Mark. Um, and maybe we'll put up a link to that as well. But you know, these are there are people that specialize really only in Medicare Medicare supplements and they know the ins and outs of these plans yeah. so um, there are people that really you know have the experience and they have the ability to dig through these options. And give you good advice.
0: Yeah, no, I was going to ask you that anyway. So that's that's cool because a lot of advisors I talk with, the same thing, right? So it's very nuanced to your point, right? So having a, a specialist really walk you through that could be certainly uh, valuable information. So it seems like the takeaways here, Don, if, I, if I've uh, picked up on all this here, is that there's no free lunch, uh, which I think we can all agree upon. The universal coverage does come at a price, and, and you need to really understand your benefits, the options, and the trade-offs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's always trade-offs, right? There's no perfect solution. There's there's no uh, free plan. There's no plan without some kind of of a give and take. So I know we hit on these points at a high level this year, Mark. We've done a lot of these shows over the years. We've done a couple at least over the few years that dig into the basics of Medicare and go into more details. And we could put up a link to those shows uh, along with that a recent Wall Street Journal article, if people want to listen to last year or the year before that uh, to go through some more you know, of the nuances and details of Medicare.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me wrap it up by saying again, folks, a lot of information here to unpack, and we try to keep it that, you know, that higher level, as Don mentioned. So if you need some help, definitely reach out to a qualified professional, have a chat. And as Don mentioned, you know, he certainly has other resources as well when it comes to Medicare specialists. So give him a call, 800 664 1183, for a consultation and a conversation of your own. 800 664 1183, or don't forget, you can find him online at donaldcash.com. Dot com. That's donaldcash.com. You can subscribe to the podcast as well while you're there, your money and your life. Find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good jazz. Type that right into the search box of those apps or just visit him online at donaldcash.com. He is a CPA and a CFP with Donald, Cash, Donald W. Cash and Associates. All right, we're going to uh, wrap it up this week. We'll have some links up for folks to listen to. Don, thanks for hanging out and uh, breaking down some Medicare for us. Thanks Mark. As always, we appreciate your time and we'll catch you next time here on Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash.
1: Investment Advisory Services offered through Donald W. Cash and Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.